23 minutes it is after 7 p.m. You tuned in to Metro FM Talk here on the mighty Metro. And uh, yeah, it's extended version. Uh, first time we've got extra 30 minutes on the platform. And uh, we certainly hope that we can put it to good use this evening as uh, we celebrate the 85th anniversary of the South African Broadcasting Corporation. Now, my next guest uh, is, uh, as I said, somebody who's out on the Twitter streets. Uh, he uh, certainly felt one Malcolm Marks on the weekend with all those turnovers. Uh, was, uh, yeah, I guess the display of Marxist scientific what? Uh, <laughs> Michael? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Great to be here. Yeah, yeah. Michael Markovitz is his name, and uh, he joins us uh, this evening uh, as uh, a board member and head of the subcommittee on digital uh, for the uh, board of the South African Broadcasting Corporation. Michael, good evening, welcome, uh, and thank you so much for taking time out to speak to us. Thanks for having me. Michael, just when we were off air, we were just talking briefly, and I, and I was saying this earlier to the GE for Corporate Affairs, I find it fascinating how on digital platforms, and I mentioned YouTube as one, mm. um, that people go to the SABC as their trusted source. It might be for the Zondo Commission, it might be for the social justice uh, and nation building you know, uh, uh, a series of hearings that are happening now with Cricket South Africa, um, right through to anything that you can find that that's being streamed. Um, and I sit here and ask myself, you know, but that's somebody else's platform. Yeah. Um, and uh, a big part of that transition is also about creating you know, SABC-type platforms that you can monetize and you can make uh, a commercial reality for the station. Yeah. Well, that, that's absolutely right. And I think one of the challenges that the SABC had after not really investing in technology for mm. many years was we have to play catch-up. But mm. at the same time, it's actually not that difficult to catch-up because streaming has now become almost one of the, the, the biggest platforms yeah. out there. It's certainly uh, the cheapest to distribute. But sure. the SABC, unfortunately, has had to rely on other platforms like YouTube mm. and like other platform partners. And this year we took a decision um, as the board and the management to, to, to launch our own streaming platform mm. that will go out into the market and we'll call for, uh, we'll call for, for interest in it. But that's going to be possible for SABC to be able to put all its content, mm. all its content libraries, its archives, and have one place where people can access the content data permitting. And sure, I must say that sure. very importantly. Mm. I think obviously a key to that success, and we think it will be successful, mm. is to make sure the data also drops. Because a lot of our audiences won't be able to afford to stream mm. the SABC um, a, a, as much as, 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 as others. So we think part of that process of getting all the SABC content onto a streaming platform, its own streaming mm. platform, is not only great for commercial because we don't. Why should we have it on YouTube when we can have it on our own platform? Sure. But I think it it makes it also breaks the boundaries of apartheid broadcast technology mm. because if you think about it, apartheid broadcast technology limited languages mm. to specific areas. Yeah. Where streaming, it's wherever you are sure. and wherever you've got a connection. So yeah. I think that's really exciting for us. Yes, we are behind others mm. but we're quite confident that we can use this period to catch up yeah. and actually make people proud of the SABC again. And I guess Michael that's, that's also intimately related to the transition that needs to happen um, because you know I was saying earlier to the G currently the transmission model heavily reliant on another SOE uh, Centec um, and I'm quite interested I guess in thinking about that some of the unintended consequences that might arise for, for a Centec I mean SABC's largest customer effectively for a Centec um, does this signal the end? No, I think I think the SABC has taken a view that it's it's not going to be a one size fits all. Sure. We're looking at ourselves as a multi-platform, mm. multi-channel, 
public media organization. Mm. And by multi-platform, it means we'll be on digital terrestrial technology, sure. which is the Centec network. We'll be on satellite through our mm. partnership with OpenView. We'll be streaming. We're currently doing that through Telcom One, where you can get SBC One, SBC yes, Two yes, yes. on a mobile app. Um, and so we see our future is not just the one big SABC mm. channels found in one place, but we want to be that broadcaster that wherever you are, you can access us for free. Mm. And I think that's quite important. Free is one of our unique selling propositions. You won't have to pay for us. And we also believe that our multilingual and public mandate on all mm. the languages also is a unique proposition sure. for the SABC because no other broadcasters yeah. can do what we do. Yeah. The scope and the breadth. So you're talking about a streaming platform earlier. The scope and the breadth of the content that would live on that platform. Already upstream implies certain cloud, data, center, that type of capability. Now, now we know the sort of parent ministry of the SABC has been engaged in this process of a national draft cloud and data policy. Um, how do we align all of these things to make them clearly coherent? Because one would think that that's a massive catalyst for the digital economy in South Africa, just to have an SABC saying, we're going to create our own platform and we actually have to store, keep some of the stuff in a cloud. And I think the big yeah. question mark is, do we use that opportunity? Yes, I think we do use that opportunity. Mm. I think one of the things that we've been doing quietly in the background, because it's very time-consuming mm. and expensive, is digitizing all our archives. Sure. And I think, uh, you know, there was a lot of, um, let's call it confusion, as to mm. whether SABC had sold its archives yeah, to multi We thought you sold it to the guys in Randburg. No, no. Yeah. no that, that we don't mention them here. Okay, we won't uh, mention them here. <laughs> I did, I just did. But uh, the thing is, is that there was a licensing deal sure. that uh, they had through the Encore channel, mm. but all the archives are still fully owned and controlled by the sure. SABC. And that when we talk about the SABC as a national treasure, I think all those archives and the way to bring them out of the, the archives mm. and onto screens and onto phones is part of how to monetize sure. some of that treasure. Sure. Um, but it's very time consuming. We're talking about hundreds and hundreds of thousands of hours. Yeah. The, the whole technology setup, we've got an incredible group uh, uh, executive technology, mm. Lungile Benza. He's driving the whole process of setting up the necessary backends mm. and supply of, of, of data and bandwidth um, that we're going to need um, to make it work. There is going to be an open tender process sure, where sure. everyone from all over the world and South Africa will be able to, to bid. Mm. I mean, what we, what we look at and we look at the BBC's iPlayer, sure, for instance, sure. That, that is quite an exciting platform and sure they're one of the, 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 the biggest public broadcasters mm. in the world but just to be able to see all of the content in one place you put your license number in and you get access to everything mm. now whether we'll do the same system or, or something else what's exciting about it is that we can unearth all of the content and all the language on, in one place and at the moment we're a bit dispersed, sure, which is fine. Sure. I don't think we, we need to, 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 to get off other platforms. Mm. But I do think the, the whole IP situation, the cloud mm. technology, yeah. allows the SBC to do stuff it could never have done sure. 10 years ago. Timelines. I mean, I would love to open an app on my phone and watch Exe or whatever, you know, has been produced at the SABC over the last 85 years, yeah. uh, which is a rich treasure trove, as you say. How long till we can do that? Well, we've promised, well, our management has promised to us that within this financial year, which sure. is March 2022, we'll launch our streaming platform. Mm. So 
hopefully within that period we'll do it. Sure. Um, and I think that'll just be the beginning. We we we're looking to see how we can get our our platform. Other channels. So you know, we just recently launched a sports, sports channel. channel. Yeah, yeah. We have an education channel mm. that needs a bit more investment, sure. and there's space on the OpenView platform for another two channels mm. that we are looking to develop. And management has got plans on sure. that. So the sports channel is not the end of the story in terms of new mm. channels for the SABC. And um, that's something that uh, is being actively looked at. Awesome stuff, Michael Markovitz. Thank you very much for your time. Really appreciate. Thank you for having me. That there was Michael Markovitz, and uh, he is uh, the head of the subcommittee on digital at uh, the board of the South African Broadcasting Corporation. And uh, yeah, it does seem a lot on the way. And uh, I certainly can't wait for the day when I can certainly watch Oliver Exim, Zinwezin Tsizwa, Abakwazi Denge, and uh, many other programs uh, that uh, yeah, sit in that rich treasure trove of an archive of the South African Broadcasting Corporation. Let's take a brief break now. When we come back, uh, we go uh, yeah, a few about a decade and a half back in time and uh, we speak to the former head of news at the South African Broadcasting Corporation Dr. Snooki Zigalala stay tuned <laughs>